Hey everyone, it's John here. So today's episode, don't waste your money on these things during your vacation rental setup. If you've already set up your short-term rental, you know what? Some of these things can go. Why? Because it will make your process, your turnover, and running your business so much more efficient and easy and simple. And that's what we all want because simplicity helps us grow. So number one, plates that are not easy to replace. In your kitchen, if you have designer plates and something you can't easily replace when it's broken, get rid of that set or when it runs out or gets inevitably broken or you know limited in supply, get a set that's all white because it's cheap to replace. You can go to somewhere like Ikea, Costco, Walmart, anywhere, and you'll be able to replace some white plates. So although there's some cool plates that have a lot of you know fanciness and design, you want stuff that's easy to replace because things will inevitably go missing or break. Number two, cheap towels and washcloths. Although Walmart has a super cheap wash rags that you get like a pack of 18 for a couple bucks, those break. Like we put them in a dryer enough and you get all these little rips in the towel and they become useless junk. Same with towels that are really cheap. They have what's called a bath sheet at Walmart for $2.90 something, maybe with inflation $3 now, but those don't hold up and they feel rough on the skin. Like when you're actually drying yourself, they feel super cheap and it's not the impression you want to give to your guests. Now, don't go out and get all $20 towels, $30 towels. That's just too much money and not practical. But aim for a mid-tier pricing. Something good, something not too expensive, but something that doesn't give the impression that you're a cheapo, okay? So mid-tier. Number three, heavy comforters. Avoid it. We've talked about this in the cleaning episodes, but the reason you don't want heavy comforters is because they take forever to dry. It's going to take up a whole load in your washer and maybe two drying cycles. So to get the whole thing done, one king comforter, it's going to take two or three hours. How are your cleaners going to do a turn between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m.? It's almost impossible if you have comforters like that. So the best way to do it so that you don't have to block off days and you can not have that lost revenue potential is to just not have those heavy comforters. And you can opt for something like a duvet cover that can get washed every single time or a thin quilt, a box border quilt that's thin or not heavy or a blanket, but something that's washable or you can triple sheet the bed without that comforter insert with just more sheets. I've seen that done. It doesn't look the best, but it's actually very practical because everything in your rental has to actually be washed to give off that full impression of cleanliness and actually be clean. You don't want dirty stuff on the beds and it's so gross in Florida, but so many, so many hosts don't wash the comforters at all. They don't want to pay for it because the guest doesn't want to pay for it. And people are sleeping on dirty comforters quite often, just like in some of these budget hotels. So you don't want that to be you. Once that's on your reviews, once that's the reputation you have, People will know you as a dirty house. You don't want to be the dirty house. So having washable things, super important. Number four, throw blankets and pillows in excess. Now I like a good throw blanket because it makes the bed just pop. Looks really fresh. Having some throw pillows, really great. But when you have too many of them, how are you going to wash all that stuff? When there's a spill or chocolate stain, something of that nature, or someone brings an unauthorized pet or a service animal, yeah, you're going to have to wash more things. So it's okay to have one on the king bed or a throw for the sofa, but you don't want to go crazy and have a runner or throw in every single bedroom or pillows all over, throw pillows all over the place that serve no purpose because it's just going to be more for your turnover crew to do. And it's not going to be very practical in the limited amount of time you have to properly prepare your short-term rental for guests to come in. Number five, too many kitchen machines. So I went into one rental. And they had two waffle makers, Mickey Mouse, may I add, they looked very tacky, but there were two waffle makers, two toasters, two convention ovens, two coffee makers. It was just too much, not only to 
prepare and clean, but it was just too much for the guests. It looked like clutter, like a hoarder was preparing that rental. It didn't look pleasing, like maybe to the host. It's like more is better. You know, they'll have more to choose from, more to use. If one breaks, you use another one, but it just looks really messy and cluttered. And it might be much better and look fresher and more open of a space if you don't have excess machines in the kitchen. So if you want a coffee maker, leave it to one. Don't have a ton of different machines. That goes for in the cabinets as well. So people like to shove and stuff stuff in the garages and in the kitchen cabinets. You don't want to do that. You want the kitchen cabinets when they're open to look really neat, really organized and give that impression of cleanliness. That's the best way. Too many knickknacks. That's number six. So by knickknacks, I mean all those little figurines, those little decorations, decorative plates, just all that little, maybe, how do you say this? Like for some people who are maximalist, they like stuff. And the more stuff that you can display, the better for them. But guests will break that stuff. Guests will take that stuff. And it's just too much for your cleaners to dust off. So having a lot of knickknacks, maybe for your personal home, if you're a maximalist, But in a vacation rental, you want to be limited with those types of things. Number seven, cheap pots and pans. Okay, cheap pots and pans, everyone cooks with nonstick, right? But the problem with that is, you know, that's what people are used to, but they go bad. If you use them so many times, they're just not safe to use anymore. So if you get a low end pots and pan set, they're going to look like a low end pots and pan set. And after several uses, they're not going to be washable anymore. They're just going to look really bad, really old, and really unusable. So you don't want the cheapest pots and pans set. You also don't want stainless steel because a lot of people, while stainless steel is really pretty, they don't know how to cook with it and they end up burning it and it looks bad as well and it's more expensive. So you want to go mid-tier on this as well. I like Kirkland's um, Costco products because you can get something that's mid-range that will serve the purpose and last a year or two or, or more, maybe even three years. But having something that's quality, but not too cheap, that'll last you. But you don't want to go for super super expensive stainless steel or super cheap stuff either. Number eight, unnecessary router expenses. Many cable companies actually charge you for renting their router. Maybe yours doesn't. Maybe it's a package deal. But I do advise you to call up your cable company and ask, am I paying a rental rate for this router? It's similar to if you have T-Mobile or cell phone company, they charge you for stuff you don't even know they're charging for. So call up your cable company, call up your provider and ask, am I being charged for this router? If you are, you can get a better router from Netgear, or you can even get something like StayFi that actually takes the guest email every time they log in. It opens a portal, they have to provide their email, and that email you can use on your mailing list when you're sending that Black Friday promotion out, when you're sending um, a, a newsletter, or you're sending a promo to get more bookings on your calendar. That email will go on your email list if you use a router that captures one. So it's a really good way to collect emails for remarketing purposes. So number nine, super expensive furniture. I like nice things. It's super nice to enjoy nice things, but you should aim for mid-tier furniture. You don't want the cheaply made stuff like coaster furniture that breaks. Like They make these chairs that you sit on, and if you're a heavier person, they will break. So you don't want to get chairs like that. And you also don't want to spend $4,000 on a designer chair. You might be asking who spends that kind of money, but I've seen people spend ridiculous money on things that they like to enjoy, but the guest doesn't know the value of that. And when they inevitably break it, it's going to be kind of a ridiculous dispute going through the resolution center and explaining that your chair was actually $4,000. And I'm sure there's limitations on how much your resolution center will pay out. And if they see you trying to claim a chair for $4,000, they're not going to kick out the money. So you don't want stuff that's that expensive in a vacation rental that's going to be used 
over and over and over, unless you're super high in luxury and your place is renting for $2,000 plus a night, you don't want stuff that's thousands of dollars that could just be laying around the house. It's just not practical. So I hope this information was helpful. If you want to help me make more content like this, please leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And if you haven't joined a Facebook group yet, I'm inviting you to join. So in the show notes, there will be a link so you can join our growing Facebook family. And until next time, friends, you take care and stay booked.